hello friends and welcome to brazenly shady my name is shazen pages and i'm one of your co-hosts if you're a fan of chopping it up with your girlfriends while engaging in real raw and raunchy conversations then buckle up and get comfortable because brazenly shady is definitely the podcast for you join me and my co-host sharonda isadora for bi-weekly episodes as we discuss all things romance with a dose of drama tarot and lipstick where you going you ain't going nowhere tune in with us guys i promise you you won't regret it all right well hello 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 welcome to brazenly shady i'm sharonda and i'm shazen pages hello Good night, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> hello shazen pages hi <laughs> how are you guys doing how are you guys doing we hope you guys are doing well. But we're back. We're hey, back. Hey, hey. I know you guys missed us. Oh, we're back. For and sure. we got more books. More books for you. Child. So let's get it. Let's get it. Because, <laughs> woo. So we had this plan for you guys that we were going to start um, the show talking about the book. Black Candle Women. Mm, and unfortunately, <laughs> the book didn't work for us, y'all. It didn't work. Like, oh, okay. I finished it. It was a struggle. And when I tell you I was on the struggle bus, I was on the struggle bus. <laughs> Seriously. I ended up finishing it, but. I DNF'd it. Yeah. It, it you know what? When I first saw this, um, when I first saw the cover and, 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 yes. and yes. moving forward, I'm going to stop wanting to read these books because the cover is cute because I always get fucked with a yes. But Net Galley is a trap. Net Galley is a trap yes. because you go in Net Galley and you look at all those pretty covers and you'd be like, I want it. And Net it's Galley. like. You need to have a button where we can remove the request because <laughs> I, A, I am not the same person I was when I requested them books, Ned Galley. I changed. I ain't the same person I was. You changed. <laughs> but the cover literally lured me in. Yes. The cover yes. lured me in. The fact that it said um, generational curses, yes. you know, um, black women, voodoo. I was I was all in. I was all in. And it's like they had all the terms. They literally had all the terms. The cover is bomb. They have these beautiful black women on the cover. So you know you're just drawn in. But no. I stopped at chapter five. It didn't work for me. Tama pushed through and I commend her, but I, I just I just couldn't get into it. Too many in the and the cover was good. Yeah, the cover was good. I liked how I liked I liked how each character had different POVs. Okay, and um, it just gave me opportunity to know them a little bit more. Okay. And um, like I said, the cover was cute. <laughs> Go and just cover. And, uh, that's about it, y'all. It started off really, 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 really slow. Yes, really and I slow. Think- that's what my problem was. It was that first half of the book. It was really a slow moving train. 
and I just can't get into it. And I just feel like when you're having a story with multiple POVs, you need to keep that you need to keep that flow and you need to keep it up. And I think that was my issue going into this book. And also, I want to touch on how um, there's a dark skinned woman on the cover, which I commend for the grandmother. But when we go inside the book, the grandmother is high yellow. It's mentioned yeah. that she is light skinned, high yellow. We, so I we want y'all. We really need to stop putting dark-skinned women on the cover. And when we get in the book, they can be Ryan Brown or light-skinned. Yes. Like, we need to stop that. Because I was, I was, I was, what's the word I'm looking for? I was caught up. I was like, (laughs) I was taken aback when I saw that grandma was light-skinned. High yellow. But you got hell on the cover. Like, stop doing that. Like, if you're not going to have dark-skinned women in the book, don't put them on the cover. There's nothing wrong with you writing a book about a light-skinned or high-yellow black woman. Let's keep it real. Like, if she's light-skinned in the book, high-yellow in the book, put it on the cover. If she's not dark-skinned, stop putting dark-skinned women on these goddamn covers. Amen, amen, amen. I ain't like that. No, I didn't like that either. I, I, I want publishing in general to stop. Um, I think a lot of people are taking these these buzzy conversations from black women and in the conversations that we have as black people in reference to colorism and using it as a selling point. And it needs to stop because it did not make any sense. In my opinion, it did not make any sense for you to have a dark-skinned older woman on that cover, and you mention in the book that she's literally light-skinned. So that made no sense. So I want us to stop doing that. I, I want that to stop. I did like um, the backstory flashlight, uh, flashback she gave us of 1950s New Orleans. Like, yes. I am a big New Orleans fan, like if I friggin' and when I say fan, I'm not talking about the New Orleans Saints, I'm talking about the city, okay? <laughs> I am a Carolina Panthers fan, and we keep pounding in this house, all right? So, like I was saying, I um I liked just giving the flashback to New Orleans. You could tell yeah. that I don't know if she's from there or she did her research, and that was that was pretty dope. Like I'm all for the the voodoo in New Orleans and the history and and yeah. and I like the flashbacks that she gave. I feel like I enjoyed them the most, honestly. And um, the first person in a thoughts was freaking insufferable. Like I I <laughs> no no, I didn't like that. And I just feel like a lot of um the issues in this book could have been um solved if they just had a conversation. It was like slightly a little miscommunication in this book that I feel like, okay, they would have had a slight conversation. But me personally, mm-hmm. I feel like this book should have been a part of a series. Like it needed to be like at least- Broken up into parts. Broken up into parts. Mm-hmm. You understand okay. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I feel like it'll be like a good TV show. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Like giving a um, Discovery of Witches vibe, uh, American Horror Story Coven vibe. Like it was okay. given that- I feel like it gave that type of vibe. But overall, it didn't work for me as a whole, but I did like bits and pieces of this book. So I gave it three stars. (laughs) (laughs) 
moving, <laughs> moving that along because as a unit, we didn't yes. finish this book. And I understand why Sharonda did not finish this book. But I pushed through because I am, it's the witchcraft. I just thought they were going to have more voodoo. Yes. And it wasn't really, it wasn't really explored on page at all. Yes. And I'm like, you dropped the ball on the voodoo? Like you had all this New Orleans history, the backdrop, the flashbacks, and then you dropped the ball on the voodoo. And I'm like, sis. And and I think that's what took me out of the story because that's what I was expecting. I was expecting more conversation on voodoo and how they practice it and how it how it weaved into this family of black women in New Orleans. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of of paranormal and and magic and stories, especially when it comes to black characters. I love to see that. So it it was disappointing. You know, will will I not not read anything else by this author? No, I just think this book just you know it 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 wasn't for me, and, yeah. and that's okay. And you know what? I can see that. I can see that. I can see why the book wouldn't be for you because beginning it started off. Oh my god. The the beginning was super taste. slow. It was super Nails slow. Taste. Super hard to get into. And and then with the everybody and I and I I hate when characters are so much in their heads. Like mm-hmm. give us some shit on page. That could have been that could have been you talking about the magic, you know, right. like how it was passed down in the family, like the your ancestors yes. or something like that. Like I would have preferred that. Yeah. But yeah. Well, you know. Mm-hmm. We'll try at some point in time, but Black Candle Women, for the most part, you know, we had some issues with the book. And yeah. You know what? You win some, you lose some. And in this case, amen. I win some, but you just lost one. (laughs) You might win some, but you, hey, that was my shit back in the day. Okay. Let's talk about a book that we enjoyed. So, we, um, Drea Anderson had a new release. Um, mm-hmm. One night, is it one night, one bite, or one, one bite? One night, I think it's one night, one bite. One, one night, night, one, one bite. bite which is a new release for her. And if you guys, if you know Drea Anderson, she writes paranormal stories, mainly shifters, but she decided to venture into vampires. This is a novelette. And she did yes. the damn thing. I, I honestly yes. was shocked when she came into um, the vampire realm because you know I'm a big fan of vampires. I know, I know, I like supernatural shit. Vampires, shifters, the only thing I don't. Wolf shifters though. All these other shifters, I don't fool with them. Wolf shifters. She said I don't fool with them other shifters. Wolf shifters. But yeah, you know, I went in her inbox. I know, I know. You t- I, I said I was doing. Listen. I said I, I wasn't going to do it, and I lied. I lied. I, I know it's going to take time. I ain't going to mess with you tonight. I, I'm, God ain't finished with me yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I went into her inbox, and she, I was like, Tria, what's really good? Like, why you give right. us this short book? And she right. said it's her first time writing about vampires. So she just wanted to see how her readers was going to react to it. And she said she wasn't expecting this reaction. I'm like... So now that you get this reaction that you wasn't expecting, <laughs> what are your plans moving Are you going to give us more? Are we, and she said are that more is more? coming. She said awesome. that more is coming. Tria, I'm going to hold you to that. Amen. Okay? Um, she Amen. said more is coming. And this, <laughs> I enjoyed this book. 
so much, but mm-hmm. honestly, I just wanted so much more. I have to agree. And y'all know, generally, me and Tamer go back and forth over, <laughs> you know, her wanting more. And I'm like, no, it's just fine. <laughs> but I have to agree this time, like, this needed to be a, a, a full-length book because the way she explained the lore in this book, like how these vampires came to be, she had like the whole North-South thing going on with this book. And these vampires, these black male vampires with the slugs mm. on the teeth and, and they're wearing the mask on their face, like like they was about to go tear somebody's shit up. And I was like, you know what? Come tear my shit up. I would not mind at all. You, you know. know, the slugs had me weak in the knees, bitch. Weak in the knees, bitch. You know how I feel about niggas and their grilled slugs. I get so weak in the knees. I can't. Because the thing about it is that I saw this book, mm-hmm. but I didn't pick it up until Sharonda tagged me on Instagram. And she I said, she must, he was like, Shades and Pages, he got grills. I'm like, say what, girl? <laughs> That's all you got to say. Bird call, baby. Bird call me with grills and I'm there. Bird call a bitch. Listen, I'm looking out for my girls when I know my girls like something in the book. I'm tagging the, them. The sexual chemistry was oh there. Bash- she even had world building, which was crazy yes. because it was only 80, 88 pages, 80 something pages. But yes. I feel like the world building needed to be, we needed more because even though she gave us background, Mm-hmm. It wasn't enough background because I had questions <laughs> that I knew that they would have been answered if the book was longer. Because now right. I want to know about the North and South vampire. I want to know about that shit. You know, I want to know more right. about the North and South. I want to know. Then we find out that whom girl? Wait, what's what's her name? Raven. Raven, Raven was Raven is a fire witch. She right. comes from a family of fire witches. Um, they have red hair. Um, it, it's, it was just, it was just a lot she introduced that needed to be expounded more on. Yeah. But again, this was a novelette book, so we got it and I'm glad she gave it to us and I'm glad that she is going to give us more of this world of these, of these vampires and these witches in this world. And you know what else I loved about this book mm-hmm. was that in her, in her world, like supernaturals can only mate with other supernaturals. Like I thought that was just like that was that was crazy to me. I was like because I never really read anything like that before. I like that, but I also like when they be able to mate with humans because I, I like it too. But I just thought that was just a different take yeah, different way to generally be. read. Yeah, yeah, but and, and and that's the beauty of um writing um paranormal and building right. your own um, building your own world because yes. you can improvise the way that yes. you want, and it was and it was different. And I and I and I'm when um the king, I need to know Levi. is she gonna write something about Levi dropping off some vampire <laughs> dick because Levi just had it. It's something about Levi that had me like yes, mm. yes we need is she gonna be dropping some vampire dick for you because I need Levi. Yes, we need we need him to be, and we don't need him with no yes. gas bitch either. Yes, we need for him to be giving penis <laughs> to somebody expeditiously. And I mean, dropping it off. Like, baby. Because it was just something about him. And I feel like I kind of felt a little connection between Raven and him. But then you did say the connection was based off of... Because him. he had to... He had, he to, had to 
feed off of them. They had to feed off of her in order to in order to connect her to their coven. But I feel like her being this powerful witch, right? And yes. Levi being king, they would have been good together. Yeah. But well, he already ended up with Bastion because I was she, like, yes. Bass. Yes, Bass. Yeah, yes, Bass is, is a big chief. He's a big chief. Like he is mm-hmm. like the first um lieutenant when yes. it comes to like the king. So he's a big chief, but yes. Levi is chief chief. Yes. <laughs> and Bastion and Levi, like how she explained, like how they grew up together, but because Levi was more level-headed and calm, it made sense for him to be the vampire king. Because Bastion was like, you know, I'll fuck shit up now I ain't got no problem with it. <laughs> Like, yes, yes. Ooh. yes. Like, Levi was so laid back and calm. Yes. And you might, and Bash was like, okay, let's get this party started. And, and right. the thing about it is that Raven, um, she she was in an arranged marriage. She, and, this, and this is why I said it would have been so good if it was longer, because then we could right. get more information with um, Raven and her whack ass ex-husband his punk ass -ass daddy you know punk ass daddy yeah her daddy her father was powerful but the way he treated her because she didn't want to fall in line was just terrible like you don't do your kid like that you bastard but whatever but she got she got she got bass in the crew now in the coven so I want to really see how she expands on this world yeah. and where she takes this. And see, and that's the thing. I don't know if it's because she didn't really go into detail about how she's going to expand on it. Because mm-hmm. now I'm thinking, okay, is it going to be a is it going to be a new? Because Bass, I mean, Levi has this group of um, guards. Yes. So is it going to be stories of the the different men? Of the guards. Or is she yes. going to give us? Um, Cause now that Bass and Raven, they're they're mates, like they're together yes. now. You might as well say they married and they but to start cohabitating. So now that they're together, is she gonna give us a look into their life as mates? Is mm. are we gonna get to see the north and the south, and you know mm. what's going on in the daddy and his punk ass and and you know like I, Drea, Drea, we need we need we need uh details. Right, because we do, she did mention in this book that there is a vampire war brewing because, like, the people in the North tried to get some, some, some yes sir, yes ma'am vampires to run the South. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that, you know, Levi and crew was like, hell no. So, it'll be, like I said, it will be interesting to see where she goes with this world. And I'm very excited for it. I very am. excited. Kudos to you, Drea. We, Kudos. I, I'm here for it. I'm here for yeah, the vampire dick being slung. I'm here for it. <laughs> Listen, I'm here for it too. I, I was all I was very intrigued by Levi. I I'm I I, I mm, yes. Levi could yes. Levi could feed from this neck anytime. Neck, anytime. wrist, thigh. Levi got you, boo. Ass, wherever I you want to feed and have it. I prefer the thigh because I don't want nobody looking at my neck like that. But thigh, I'm here for Levi. Amen. I back it up. Amen. Yes, ma'am. This this story was key. We loved it. We loved it. Okay. <sighs> Honey. Mm. Well, I love books like that because then you just be like, oh, I need something. You know, I need something to fill this gap. But yes. I know. I know. Speaking of filling the gap, <laughs> seeing that black candle woman <laughs> did not work for us. We have 
everything planned out. Black candle woman. Like, ah, 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 ah. No. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna discuss two books that mm. we enjoyed this month. And okay. it doesn't it don't really have to be two books, just any yeah, two books that you enjoyed this month. Okay. Because uh, Black Candle Woman left us for dead hope. Yeah, <laughs> Black Candle Woman just, it, it's just, yeah, but we already discussed it, but yeah. So you want to start, ma'am? What did you enjoy this month? You know what? <sighs> what I enjoyed this month. I really enjoyed mm-hmm. Siobhan Latrice dropped this book, and it's called Applying Pressure. A love story. Now I side eyed that title because <laughs> when she said applying pressure, you play yeah. too much. This was not the pressure I was expecting to be applied. This nigga was a psycho. Psycho. If you like the show You on Netflix, it gave those type of vibes. I love that show. Basically, this dude Ocean, he's this big time um, quarterback in the league, mm. and Miami. I'm gonna say Miami. Miami, 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 and it's it's beautiful. I don't know if it's Miami or Miami. Miami is this big time PR agent, and she set her sights on Ocean okay. because she's thinking if I have this nigga on my team, mm. I'm balling. You understand what I'm saying? So she oh. sent him. She sent him this big time um drink in the club, and Ocean looked at her and he was like, "Oh, I want her." <laughs> and he sets out on a quest to get her by any means necessary. And keep it in mind, when I say by any means necessary, this nigga went on some dump. <laughs> Stalking. Ooh. Killing niggas. Ooh. I'm telling you, this book should have been a goddamn thriller. Because <laughs> I was like, entertained though. Because yeah. I like the fact that a black author came through and wrote a dark romance. I really, really feel like she should have... Because it's called um, um, Applying Pressure, A Love Story. I really wish she would have said Applying Pressure, A Dark Romance. Because all this, this nigga was unhinged. That was the his behavior. That, in his, in, 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 to, to, to defend Ocean, that was his love story. <laughs> yeah, that was his love story. And he, when he say, when he said I was going to get her by any means necessary, that nigga mean that shit. And hey. I was like, y'all have to read this shoot. Shout out to Siobhan Latrice for writing hmm. an unhinged black dark romance because we get all these people falling in love with these unhinged white characters and she wrote Amen. a black one. Give us Shout some black to her. That's a, and little, I, that's a it little crazy, entertaining okay? As, it was entertaining as hell because I'm like, these stuff that you read in these mafia books, this nigga was a gun-toting NFL star and he was freaking missing a school uh, schools I in love his it. Head. I love it. So I'm definitely out, adding that to my TBR. Shout out to Siobhan Latrice because she did the damn thing with this dark romance. And I really mm-hmm. hope she writes more of this because I mean, this is what the girls, this is what the girls like. They like unhinged men in books, not in real life though, because in real life, I'm calling the cops on you because <laughs> you play too much. All right. So yeah, not that play was too much. Not you play too much. <laughs> <laughs> that was one book that I liked. The second okay. book that I liked was um, Justified Privilege by Charity Charity Shane. I, I'm thinking it's Charity Shanae, but mm. it's a spinoff. This is a, she had the first book called Spousal Privilege, and this mm. is his brother. Um, he is fresh out of prison, mm. and he's trying to rehabilitate his life 
and um, okay. he had a one night stand with the um, the manager of his brother's club, right. and she really didn't want a relationship. So they meet again when she came into his tattoo shop because he's now a, a successful business owner. And the feelings that he had that he kind of pushed aside came back. So this is basically an unproblematic love story. This is what I love about it. There's drama in it, but it doesn't come from the main couple. It comes from outside drama. It has um, uh, that he has daddy issues. Don't want to go into it, but he has daddy issues okay. and he has resent. Um, resentment towards his brothers so it's basically him trying to get acclimated with life um back since he's um outside of prison and now he uh, he's fallen in love with Monet and the way that he treats her and the way that he treats her son like this man is definitely his love language is acts of service because when I tell you he was in there okay I love this but I I really enjoyed this book there was there, there was a um, few things that I didn't that I would have loved to see more of, but okay. overall I gave it four stars because I thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay, that's another book I can add to my TBR. Yay. Here you go, fucking up my TBR, damn. As usual. As usual, here you go. Here you go, leave me alone, leave me alone. I'll be telling you all the time, but you just be like, okay. I don't listen, come on now. No, you don't, nah. but it's okay. Love you anyway. But okay, I got two more books to add to my TBR. What did you enjoy? Let me hear what you enjoy, girl. Oh, um, well, this month I have um, Sweet Vengeance by it's African author Viano Onimo, mm-hmm. and this is uh, I feel like it was more of a monster romance. Um, yeah. and basically you have this uh woman Rose who is, um, just a little spoiler, she was S.A. and she wants vengeance against the man that harmed her, okay? And in this particular world that this author has written, um, humans can call demons for help. And this is what Rose does. She calls a demon, his name is Malachi, and he helps her get her revenge. And I enjoyed this book. I saw the book floating around on the Twitter timeline, and I liked the book, um, I liked seeing the revenge plot played out on page. Um, and um, I like the fucking between Rose and um, the demon. <laughs> yeah, y'all nasty. Yeah, um, go ahead. Talk about it. <laughs> I loved it. Um, this, this is also a story that features a, a, a fat uh, black woman. Mm-hmm. And also she is bisexual. And there's Ooh. some pegging in this book, Tama. Ooh. Yes. Um, <laughs> but uh, the book was really good. Like I said, what got it for me was seeing the revenge plot played out on page and how Rose literally just decided like she was going to fuck with this man head and then she was going to take his ass out, which she did. It was a good story. It's not is novella length. Very good. New to me, Arthur. This is the first book in her Sweet Demon series. I think you guys should definitely um be reading this shit. I think it's good. Yeah. Okay, I'm good. definitely. I, I I have it in my um on my TBR. I just haven't gotten to it yet. And so I want to see more stories from Black authors like this, like mm-hmm. with demons. You know what I mean? Or with gargoyles. Like I want to see more Black monster romances. This is what I want to see. And also this book, the 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 where it's set at is in Africa. So I. I Listen, give me more, give me more, give me more, give me more. It was really, really good. I was here for it. 
Um, and the other book I gotta say I enjoyed this month was um, Grim Hounds of Hell by Phoenix Williams. Another book I just randomly came across mm-hmm. in uh, Kindle. It's a <laughs> It's an organized crime romance. We love organized crime. Fuck them and, up. Hello. <laughs> and basically with this book, the series is going to be based around three brothers whose parents were murdered when they were kids. And now the niggas is grown and they out for revenge. Um, <laughs> and Grimm is the first book. Um, and he plots his revenge against um, the family that was close to his parents. And he's always he always had a crush on their daughter Solana, and his plan is basically to use Solana to get uh, the family, you know, to get back at the family. Um, but you know, they start, you know, they start hunching on each other again. Um. <laughs> All you had to but, say uh, was hunching, baby. All you had to say was hunching, because you know I love hunching, child. I like this book. Um, I think what worked for this book was me is the flow um, because it's a, a, you know, urban fiction or urban romance book. Um, I feel like when the authors keep the flow going from chapter to chapter, they don't slack. They don't slow down. Um, it's good. Um, but the book was good. I like Grimm. Um, I thought he was a really well written character. Um, and I like that um, Solana was written as kind of like this, like, this kind of like princess you know what I mean like very spoiled very used to the the you know the good things in life and her parents Mm -hmm. weren't shit you know they were trying to use her to do some shit but it was a good book I liked it I I I gotta say I liked it very entertaining for me okay okay but before we even go because I know we said two books but I had to bring uh a series to I have to bring um what's the word I'm looking for? Damn, y'all. Which is, I don't know. You you started this. I have to highlight a series. I, I want to talk about this okay. series because shout out to Nikki Brown mm-hmm. for the side chick series that she brought up for Valentine's Day. Yeah. Shout out to Nikki Brown for the side chick series because that shit was innovative and it was fucking yeah. innovative. And I have to shout out Nikki Brown for that shit because it was amazing. And I tell you, I ate it up. Because I never thought that nobody would write a whole series focusing on oh, side, side chicks. chicks. And I ate that up. Shout out to Unique for giving me an ARC of her book. And for her understanding that um, I had um, a death in my family. Mm. And she really was pressuring me to actually come out with the review. So shout out and to you. Just to let you guys know that this series was focused around uh, Valentine's. Valentine's Day. Day. So um, they did their thing with this series. Um, I listen, give me more series. Give me more stuff like this, like multiple authors writing yeah. a banger ass series. They put all 10 toes in the series. Like yeah. it, it was done. It was very, it, very well done. And I and I read and reviewed every goddamn <laughs> book because when she said Forever at his side. Baby, that wasn't the forever at his side I was expecting. Not I was thinking you're going to be in a relationship and you're holding your mind down. The fact that y'all write about side chicks, bitch. <laughs> Listen, side chicks need love too, okay? Baby, February 15th was live and 
Listen, child, it was live and popping because all the side chicks had had their own story, honey. I want more stuff like this, and I hope they. I hope next year they come out with a new, um, mm-hmm. with a series with new side chicks because this yeah. shit was good. It was very it was well good. Done. And the way they I mean, planned I it out, we. yeah, the way they planned it out, you know, do, around the holiday, um, you know, Valentine's Day and that weekend and stuff. I mean, A plus, A plus. The series is really, really good. We highly recommend you guys go read that shit. If, if you haven't read the Side Chick <laughs> series by Nikki Brown, I think it's, um, let, me, let me name the authors. It's Unique. Mm-hmm. Unique Takara T. Mo, mm-hmm. if I'm mm-hmm. pronouncing it right, Nikwa and Nikki Brown. So it's a series and it's it's it has uh, five, I think it's five different side chicks yes. and everybody has their stories. Side yes. chicks is getting promoted to me and chicks. They they spot they spot open. So now next year we're gonna have new side chicks for these side chicks who get promoted to so. me and chicks. I hope so. Keep up, keep it up. Keep it Brown, up please. Let us please. know. Let us know. Okay, but I just wanted to highlight that series because I thoroughly enjoyed that series and I it thought good. it was very very creative, very innovative to come up with something different like that. And I yes. really want more black authors to come up with um, different things. And when I, you know, little holidays, like little holidays, something novel, different. Novellas. I thought this was yeah. a stellar idea to do around Valentine's day. And then just to give us like side chick stories, like, come right. on. Come I was on. not, I was not prepared, but guess no. what? I ate it up. So kudos to Nikki Brown and her crew for coming up with this idea. Yes. I'm expecting more side chicks next year. So y'all need to start ruling that up. Better yet, eh, give me Christmas side chicks. Give me Christmas side chicks. Give me Thanksgiving side chicks who want to come with the family, but they can't go because the mean girl to the Thanksgiving dinner. (laughs) Give me Thanksgiving side chicks. Let the side chicks show up to Thanksgiving dinner. Right. You know, like, yeah. Stella, okay. we high key recommend you guys get into that series. It's good. Okay? It's good. Read it. Now. But yeah. Amazing series. So, um, hmm. So. So now, you know, we, you know, we always go into, we generally, we dip into our book community conversations. Um, and, you know, it's always conversations to be had because there's always some shit going on in the book community. So, in other words, niggas mm. be wildin'. Wildin'. <laughs> <laughs> and not just Negroes be wildin'. The whites be wildin' the too. Whites, the okay. whites be wildin' too, but... but. Yes. So, first up, uh, of course, it's the clock app again. Oh, <laughs> And we had a black author who, um, in name of promoting her upcoming release, um, ended up um, insulting her co-workers and talking down on urban romance. Because when she decided to, um, the sound she decided to choose to promote her books was basically um, putting down um urban romance authors, you know, the urban romance genre. And it was really a disappointing thing to see. And to see, to to have her put it, basically she had the book up in the video and she had a sound in the back 
that was basically like drugs, drugs, guns, guns, you know, shit like that. Basically saying that, you know, her book isn't like the rest of the girls. It's really embarrassing for her. But um, y'all got, you guys know how to clock app do. And um, she has support, of course. Yeah, I and and the, I was I was hoping we was not gonna discuss this. You know how my po- podcast co-host was. She was not going to let this go <laughs> because I, I actually very, very disappointed. I actually spoke to the author about this. Like we had mm. a conversation, mm. and um, I was very disappointed because basically it was one of those things where read my book. It doesn't have this in it, mm. and it came off as. My book is better because it doesn't have this in it. So I sent her a message mm. and I was like, hey, I want to talk about this video. And she was very, she was very receptive to what I had to say. Mm. But just a part of me, a part of me is it's in the back of my head, like, do they really think this way? About urban romance? Like, yeah. do they really think that because do they really think that? Only a certain black, certain type of black people deserve love. It's very, mm-hmm. it's very disheartening because I am a firm believer in, in thinking that everybody, every, all black people need love. Drug dealers, CNAs, it, it don't matter. Disrespectability politics is whooping our ass. <laughs> and just because you are a CEO, white collar CEO, that doesn't mean that you're more deserving than the CEO of, you know, a little drug establishment, you know, like mm-hmm. <laughs> that really, no, I, I was really, really disappointed. And for me, as a reader, I, I'm disappointed when I see these things, but I'm never surprised because I feel like it's a lot of respectability type conversations that go on. Um, with black people. So this thing is never surprising to see. This type of shit is never surprising to see. It's always disappointing, but it's never um, surprising to see. But I think for for me, I was just more more offended for the authors that she write in the romance, the fellow black authors that she write in the romance genre would, because here these authors are just minding their business and doing their work and writing their stories. And you're so concerned about making it seem like you're so much better than them when they're not even bothering you. It it, it, it strikes me as, as wild as some black readers and some black authors always want to worry about what's going on in the urban um, urban genre when they're not even focusing on y'all. It's like y'all literally becoming Karens. It's, it's, it's really fucking ridiculous. You know how the Karens be minding the business that never pays them? That's what a lot of y'all be doing. Because I don't see uh, any romance um, urban authors talking about um, trying to draw y'all into reading their stories because guess what? They have their audience. I just think it was fucking embarrassing for her. And, and then and you're in the comments agreeing with these fucking people. And that's the thing. That's and, and that's what makes like, because there was a conversation where she said that she does respect 
um, urban romance and all this stuff. So, and, and then seeing the comments is like, do you really, or you're just saying that because somebody approached you about it. And I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna take a word for it because I, I'm not, I'm not in a place to position to say how she feels. This is what she said. And I'm going to keep it like that. But it, it, it left a bad, it, it left a taste in my mouth where I'm like, girl. Okay. I, but this is coming off of, this is coming off of a creator getting um, called out on Twitter when she said um, a book was without struggle. This is literally the same thing. And there's the same people who was condemning this girl for what she did. Some of the big creators on TikTok was condemning her for this, but they were in the comments agreeing with her, them and some other people that I noticed. So I'm side-eyeing y'all because these people are on TikTok and they're reading Black Romance. Y'all niggas don't really, y'all, y'all niggas don't really uh accept all black romance, but we ain't even gonna go there because we ain't got the time for that today. But mm. y'all out here saying, oh, read black romance, read black romances, but y'all in this comments talking about, yeah, we don't we don't sometimes you don't want to read the book with struggle. Everybody's definition of struggle is different because from what Amen. um I'm gonna say her name, Kimmy Books, um, gorgeous young lady. Um, from what she said um on Twitter. Her, when she says struggle, she's talking about um, racial struggles. When I say struggle, I'm talking about jumping through hoops for these niggas. So everybody's definition of struggle is probably different. When the, the, the struggle in what I saw in the video was basically saying books without drugs and gangs. So that's three different definitions of struggle right there. But let's not act like a lot of people basically sell their books based off of struggles that they are, are always assuming that black people are going through. True. And it just and then this just doesn't fall up under uh, mainstream romance, black romance. This falls up under um, indie um, publishing as well. A lot of these folks sell these books based on the struggles of what they assume black people are always going through. Because it makes them money. And everybody is, you make, you don't have to agree with what a person says, but people have every right to not want to dip inside of a book and, 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 and read certain tropes or topics. That's, that's, that's folks' right. So I you mean, don't get to jump and dog bark at every fucking body because they're saying something that you disagree with. We can have the conversations, but I just feel like it's 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 it's, it's like give me a fucking break at this point. Yeah, because I remember the the book, the book The Hate You Give, and then when the movie came out, I did not watch that movie because I didn't want to watch that type of stuff. And that's the same thing that the girl was saying on TikTok when she said she didn't want to watch, um, she didn't want to read about uh the race race stuff and all that other stuff. So I get it, but that video was just very disheartening for me, seeing it from a black author. Rightfully, I mean, she's not an urban author, it's more contemporary, but still, you that was the sound that you pick to promote your book. And what she needs to understand that there are people who are not even gonna pick up her book based on the characters just being black. So before you start talking about what the urban romance, the black urban romance authors are doing, you need to be worrying about who's not going to pick up your book just because your characters are black. That shit was lame. It was lame. I'm sorry. That shit was lame. 
It was terrible. And I and 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 I I, I feel for the authors that have to work in that space with her because you recorded that you viewed it and you posted it it just makes me think though do all these other contemporary authors feel that way it has me thinking do they all feel that way do they sit down and kumbaya and say this stuff because that was that video right there and, and the conversations can be had because we do understand that publishing in general, they, 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 they want the stories of what they assume Black people struggle with. And then Nails tells, you know, and then you have some authors saying that, oh, I can't sell my story like that because da 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 All these conversations to be had, but all these, stop it. She could have she could have gotten on the clock app and promoted her book without talking shit on another genre. And it's really as simple as that. And them comments, them comments were not the vibe. The, <laughs> they the were comments, not. Because a lot of y'all get up here, scream and holler, support black romance, support black authors. But a lot of y'all was in those comments not doing what you get on the clock app and say you do every day. Embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Embarrassing. Mm, very embarrassing. Like I, I see y'all because I be seeing I be seeing who be reading the little black romance in, in on TikTok. And I be seeing people who say, oh, they got the black romance Rex, but when they have people in their comments being anti-black, they don't check them. Don't check them. Because this is how y'all feel about black romance. And yeah. I ain't got the time to go back and forth to try to defend because I'm going to cuss you out smooth from jump. <laughs> but I've been, I've, I've seen it. I've, I've noticed it. And the same ones who got all the black romance wrecks and who doing this and doing that, y'all are letting your mutuals be in your comments, being anti-black and you're not saying anything about it. But yeah, you want to call out, but yeah, you want to call out. I, I, I'm still on the, Babe, the gangster baby mama's comment. <laughs> Everybody knows how to be a gangster baby mama. I was like, I wow. That. But then y'all won't get on the girl because she said the book does not have any racial struggles or struggle, whatever she said. But y'all, but y'all in the comments talking about gangster baby mamas. Okay but, then. But but in the case, people pick and choose what they want to go off about. And 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 that where's the problem? That is where the problem come up. Because I feel like a lot of time it's selective outrage. Um and nothing ever get resolved when these conversations go about. It's generally dog pal arguments quiet down until the next until somebody else decides to throw a motherfucking firebomb in the pit. It's it's really that is that is that is the 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 romance book community in a nutshell every day of the goddamn week. It's terrible. But anyway, um <laughs> I just I just hope this author sits down and actually reflects about why she decided to use that song to promote her book and just I don't know. Only thing I can say is reflect and try to figure out what the <laughs> only thing I want people to understand is that when we say black people deserve romance stories, we are saying all black people deserve romance stories. 
And if you can't support that, then you need to sit down with yourself and understand that is a you problem and why you have that problem. And that's and, and that's pretty much just it. Basically. Anyway, so uh who child? Uh, the next drama. So, as you guys know, it was a whole blow blow, blow up with uh, uh, this white author that wrote uh, uh, a hockey romance that had was it ambiguous hockey? black. I think is it hockey? Yeah, with black. Uh, Good old Lizzie. Lizzie is Lizzie. back in the streets again. Liz Tomford and she's Lizzie back. Lizzie is street. back after they done shoot Lizzie up to the top for the Amazon chart. Lizzie is back. Here's the thing. This lazy this latest situation this happened on a on a YouTube channel. There were four white creators and one black uh creator. And um basically I feel like they they did a little gaslighting and um they they did a little let's get the black girl in here to agree with us. Because the conversation got on Liz Tomfer in this book that is, I'm sick of it. <laughs> but uh, basically, it was one woman on there, um, one palm colored woman on there. And she basically asked this black creator, did she have a problem with the representation? And she chose that word on purpose. She, she, she did that on purpose because she we knew both what she know. was doing. We both know that a white woman. Ain't got no representation when it comes to writing no black characters. Exactly. We we see what you did there. We see what you did, um, Miss Ma'am. And it wasn't cute. And it and wasn't you cute. did not do what you think you did it, thought you did. You you were you were gaslighting the black creator that you more than likely would say that's your one black friend. Um and 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 my thing is with the with the young woman, the young black woman that was that decided to sit in on that conversation, you know, your choices are your choices and you feel the way you feel about black books and that's fine because you don't strike me as the type of person that reads. There's nothing books. about that that young lady right. that right. makes me think that I can go to her page and and read and get recommendations for books with niggas in it. There's no way. So and they knew what, what they were doing when they chose her yes, to validate yes. to validate their thoughts and their feelings. Yes. She was a placeholder. I'm sorry. She was because she 100% agreed with what they were saying. She 100% agreed with what they were saying. That's why she agreed with that statement. Um, and at the end of the day, you and these other women do not get to 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 tell black people what representation is you don't get to do that and that's the thing one black person you don't speak for everybody for everybody especially when you're using her for to validate your thoughts or to make you feel like you was hitting on something when you wasn't sweetie right right And, and the thing about it she was talking about when she talked to sophie lark but she couldn't even name the book that she was talking about like be for real I, 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 I think what a lot of white creators need to do when conversations come around, white authors writing black characters, if you are not going to sit with yourself and deal with your, 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 your shit, then you need to sit out of the conversation. 
Thank you me. don't get to tell black people um how they should feel about people writing other uh people outside of black people writing about them. You don't and get to tell us. And if we keeping it a buck, if we really go back to the definition of black romance, black romance is a romance with two or more black people and it's written by a black author. So Lizzie don't even categorize as a black romance. She wrote a romance with black characters, but let's be real. We've been saying for years that we want authors to not tag black Correct. romance when they write black characters and Lizzie Correct. didn't do that. So y'all, honestly, I ain't even, I ain't even freaking on Lizzie's side because do I want white authors writing black characters, especially black women? No. Oh. But this woman did exactly what we've been asking the white authors to do. Don't tag no goddamn black romance because it's not black romance. She did that and y'all inserting her into this conversation and it's like, Lizzie, like, I ain't even knew that. And... And, and the thing, the thing, the, the thing that annoyed me about that video was the one white woman that that kept insisting on 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 saying unnecessary shit. Because you're one of those women that will sit up there and say, "I got black friends," but you do passive aggressive shit towards she black people. She basically was like, "Oh, but this black girl validated it, so it's right." And you using representation, girl, uh, don't get slapped. But creators like that, they know who to bring on those platforms with yes. them because they want agreeable people on with them on that. They're not trying to get nobody on their platforms that's going to push back on their bullshit. She knew exactly what she was doing because in real life, your, your lips would have been on the floor. Point blank simple. It it was it was ridiculous. And she then you want to sit up here and and sit up here and say, well, black people can you know, black people can't tell us with the snapping of the neck and shit. Number one, honey, I'm gonna need for you to calm down. Cause cause no. Do you know you're reading about a rapist or you're reading a book from a Listen, at the end of the day, you can read what you want to read because we know a lot of y'all support problematic as authors. We understand that. So nobody's stopping you from reading a rapist that wrote a book. If that's your jizz, honey, that's your motherfucking jizz. Do what you got, you know, do what you want to do. But you don't get you don't get to compare that to black people telling you what not to do when it comes to people non-black people stop, writing out and stop picking that one black person to validate when oh, you child, that ain't never gonna stop other, when you know other black people are having a problem with stuff mm -hmm. okay one black person don't speak for all us you see how she would smile up in your face i wouldn't smile up in your face because i'm gonna I'm slap you stop playing she knew what she was doing and then you laughing about it too no that's not cool it's embarrassing, and I and I think for for us as Black people, even if we got our own internalized shit to work with, some of y'all need to be start being really careful about these platforms that y'all going on, and, yeah. and call yourselves having a word. It's it's, cool. it's embarrassing for you, and I and I think with that girl, that was very very embarrassing, but. She agreed 100% in whatever she, dragon she got. She I don't know if she knew what was happening 
or they just asked her the question I up think front. 100% she knew what was happening. Well, that's even worse. <laughs> it is. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I agree. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. But anyway, that's enough for us. <sighs> it's always some tea in this community. We should start calling this books and tea, honey. <laughs> and because of this, always tea in this community, I'm going to leave y'all with my lipstick for the night. Ooh, and that's what we got. Soundtrack by Fenty Beauty. It's a very nice navy blue. It's mm. I love you with the colors. I do. <laughs> Girl, I be cute as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I be cute as fuck. Here and I go. Boo, Here she goes. And my boo, and my boo, he love when I wear the blue clap back. Ooh. And then when I mix it with who zooming who by friggin' Two Face, <laughs> you can't tell me nothing. Can't tell her. But nothing. I'm gonna try not to clap back on you hoes because y'all be saying some dumb shit. <laughs> but I'm gonna just. This is why I'm giving you the clap back lipstick. This is my clap. Okay. This is my clap back for the week. I'm giving you the lipstick. I'm going to zip my mouth. And I'm going to present you with this clap back lipstick by Fenty Beauty. Okay. And if you can't find the clap back by Fenty Beauty, then you mm. can get Who's Zooming Who by Too Faced. Ah. Who's Zooming Who, honey? Because a lot of y'all getting Zoomed, honey. Baby, listen. Boy. Hey, what, that's, what that movie mean? Anyway, anyway, bye, y'all. I want to get... <laughs> Thank you for chilling with us. Thank you guys. We appreciate it. Um, and until See the next, next one. Bye. Bye. <laughs> well, hello, it's Sharonda Isadora. And if you're at the end of this episode, we thank you so very much. Make sure you're tuning in bi-weekly for new episodes of Brazenly Shady. You can catch our previous shows via your favorite podcast platform everywhere. Also, make sure you're following us via social media at Brazenly Shady, Instagram, and Twitter. And until the next bout of shenanigans later days bye